Hello, Afterbuzzers and a million old things fans. We are breaking down episode seven, 10 years of celebrating sobriety, birthdays with some awkward moments and dispersing the web of lies and breaking promises or vows. Let's get into it. I'm Maria Menounos and you're tuned in to Afterbuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, Drop that mic. Oh yeah. Welcome, everybody. I hope everybody's feeling good after this one. My name is Yasmin Tanris. I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts, two today. Oh, we have three of us. What yeah, is happening? Two, two co-hosts, yeah. What? Oh, I mean... This is amazing. We had to get together, everybody. Yeah. It was yeah. such a big episode. Yes! Hey, everybody. I'm Maggie Clark. I'm so excited to be back. Yasmin and I were together yes, on, on season, season one. one. And I, got, I, I missed you a couple of weeks ago, and you filled in. Very grateful. I'm so happy you're Aww. back as well. I had big and shoes to fill, girl. <laughs> I did. You're great. You, I bet you're back. So I'm really happy. And yeah, yeah, of course, we have our amazing... Yes, And I'm back, guys. And I'm so excited to talk about this episode. I feel like every week, it's, it just keeps topping I know. the last. I just don't know how because... <sighs> A lot of people last week were saying how it was really uh, heartbreaking last week. And I think this week oh, yeah. has been ultimately in so many directions. So we're going to be breaking down Gary and Maggie's struggle to let go. We've seen the glimpses of Colin and her driving test. And then PJ nearing into that group more and more to try and find his truth. <laughs> and then finally, we're going to see... How Catherine and Delilah oh, and Eddie are dealing with the entire conundrum that they've all put themselves in. So <laughs> heavy episode. What were your overall thoughts, Jess? Oh my! Yes. <laughs> there is only one way to say it. Uh, no, but to be honest, I thought the episode was uh, portrayed really well because they once again were talking about some real life issues that people go with, or go through with Eddie um, now ha- celebrating 10 years of sobriety and honestly for me I thought that was that was huge and I I know that they celebrated it a little bit more in the end but I almost wish they would have celebrated it even more throughout um they touched on it here and there with Rome and Gary and whatnot but that's huge. Oh to yeah, go through something so like huge. that. That is just insane. And so I was, I was really excited for him. But this episode overall, oh my god, the headache. Right. <laughs> it was, it was really good. That's all I can say. It was just amazing. I thought they In did so a really good ways. job. Yeah, I yes. completely agree. Yeah. I, I actually want to say that I think that this was the best episode of season two so far. This good. was the most eventful episode. I was very emotional watching it. I was happy. I was sad. I was conflicted. I was shocked. There was so much going on, and I I really enjoyed it. I think it was great, and we have a lot to talk about, so we need to get into it. And I totally agree, because there was... This episode had a lot of different directions that we were being pulled in, which was the whole, like issue and conflict that's going on with Eddie, Catherine and Delilah and then it was just like finding out the truth about PJ and his father and John I mean and then you know that whole thing with Sophie too and so honestly yes it was a lot so we are going to get into our first topic Gary and Maggie's struggles to let go we see Maggie how she's unable to 
get into that driver's seat yeah. and and take the plunge based upon her brother and the past sentiments. I mm -hmm. mean, it takes time to overcome such a thing. Um, but she manages to pull through it. Yeah. What what exactly went on yeah. there? That's huge, in my opinion. So here's, here's uh, my sort of take on this, because I'm someone who I have had... Um, I've, I'm claustrophobic, and that kind of stems from anxiety. And so Maggie being going through something where she has to take her driver's test and you're in this enclosed space and that can make you even more anxious you're with a stranger you don't know more anxious she went through an insane event with her brother more anxiety so it's like she had so much going on around her um for her to have been able to overcome something like that so quickly it's almost too good to be true mm. when you think about it in reality um that's really hard for mm. people to be able it, it can take years or some people can never overcome some stuff like that so for her to have been able to turn around and do it i yeah. think that was amazing more than yeah anything. she had a big reason to do yeah. it because she felt like she needed to do this as a gift to gary right and in order to do that she had that kind of be the driving force as to why she wanted to go ahead and take the test and get her license but before that and she didn't really have a strong enough reason for mm -hmm. her to start driving because she was getting around fine without her license. But now she was like, okay, my relationship has been on the rocks for a while. I need to show Gary my commitment and show him that I'm going to go above and beyond to do something special yeah. for him. Honestly, you know what? I, I actually did forget that their relationship was on the rocks up until you brought that up because this episode, it didn't yeah, really fine. touch on that. Yeah, it they was seemed like, fine. Yeah, that never happened. Yeah. I mean, you could see a little bit of, like, not as close right. as they were, but the fact that I agree with both of you, I think, um, Maggie, there, there was a quite special moment, and I think it's it just comes to show in her situation being confronted with such a traumatic experience and really trying to overcome a challenge, you have to face that challenge again in some form, and you need that big reason, and, right. and that is like through your love or you know whoever that is to really make you overcome that so I think she she realized that's something she needed to do right and now on the other side it's Gary because he is suffering he's suffering so yeah. much and I feel like this is the first time that we're seeing Gary suffer really badly I also oh, want to yeah. say like I don't want to say or think this but to me it seemed like he was suffering more to have to give away Colin than when he had to be there for Maggie during her chemo I, oh, felt, yeah. I felt more like hurt and pain there mm -hmm. yeah no that's true I think that definitely should be in this episode but he had to be strong for Maggie he yeah. had to be strong for her because if he was in front of her sobbing and crying then she wouldn't have the strength to pull through the chemo mm -hmm. but this was like such a personal experience for him. This dog was his best friend. And oh my gosh, I mean, it just broke my heart to see yeah. him cry like that. Yeah. It also goes back to dogs have no say. You never know Aww. when they're, you don't initially know when they're in pain and when, you know, they're going down that sort of thing. I don't want to go down that path. <laughs> but anyways, um, you don't really know what they're going through. So he doesn't, he, all he knows is the way he feels about mm -hmm. Colin and the things he has gone through with Colin by his side, 
He doesn't know the way Colin is feeling, and he literally has to do it against his own will, potentially against Colin's will, so it's like, oh. Because it's the right thing to do. That's hard. And Gary's all about doing the right thing, as yes. well. And in essence, he came to his senses meeting the older lady, which was such a cute moment as well. I mean, he's so hilarious precious. with his whole survey thing. I know. <laughs> I always have to give it to Gary She was very trusting. I would have shut the door. I know, right? I would have been mean, like, you're right. a weirdo. She's Goodbye. She's an older, friendly <laughs> lady. That's it, right? But... Um, the sweetest moment, I think, was that when Maggie turned it around. That was the ultimate surprise. Oh, my gosh. I disagree, guys. What? I do. It was so bad. I think that it was unethical <laughs> that ah! Maggie got this other dog, and then they presented this, you know, shelter dog to this old lady as if it was her old dog. So, I mean, this dog could, I don't know, be untrained. It could be aggressive. They don't know. They might be bringing a a really mean dog into this old lady's home. That's kind of true. I know. I I was just going to say, I love that you're here with us tonight because I feel like me and Jess would just been been like, like, yes, Gary, Maggie. I'm not okay with that. But you know what? I wrote down in my predictions before we saw that last scene, I wrote down Maggie's going to get um, Gary a new dog. I didn't think this was what was going to happen. they were actually going to keep the original dog and, and then it, give away a new yeah. dog. Yes. I did not like that. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you're very... <laughs> I will give you that point. I'm on that as well. But I do think that was one of the cutest moments for Maggie <laughs> to do. A nice little surprise there. Well, talking about surprises, um, well, I just wanted to remind you guys, in about 50 days, it is Christmas Day <gasps> already. I love Christmas. And so, so excited. <laughs> I'm already in the holiday spirit. I don't know about you guys, so I'm super excited to announce that on November 8th until 10th, for the first time ever, there's going to be a Christmas con happening in Edison. It's in New Jersey, just outside of New York City, which is done by That's For Entertainment. There's going to be celebrity appearances by Chad Michael Murray. There's going to be Danica McKellar. And for you Mean Girls fans, there's going to be Gretchen and Oh my gosh. Lacey Chabot and Jonathan Benet are going to be there. So that's very fetch, isn't it? (laughs) And you know what else is fetch? There's going to be gingerbread wars. There's going to be ugly sweater contests. So get your ugliest sweaters out. And don't you worry about all the sweets, treats, and galores that you're going to munch on because that sweater can just hide it all. Oh, yes. Art TV is going to covering that and the interviews. So do tune in on November 8th. That's actually tomorrow until the 10th and also if you want to get into more of a holiday spirit and Christmas and whatnot, there's a 24-7 Christmas network that yeah. Afterbus TV has launched as well so we'll be talking all about Christmas tips holiday Hallmark celebrations movies, to, Christmas yes, movies all the movies that you can just watch and have a celebration and conversation about and um, also looking into different holiday traditions so we'd love to know what your holiday traditions are because it's always really interesting to know how different people celebrate yeah. Christmas, right? Everybody has their different ways. Mm -hmm. And as always, AfterBuzz TV does have every week new shows, so do be sure to check in on AfterBuzz TV what we've got going on. And Mm -hmm. thank you so much for always tuning in as well and chiming into the conversation. We would love to know your thoughts and what your favorite shows are. Especially on tonight's episode. Oh, right? Exactly. So if you're in the live chat, Jess is looking out. Uh (laughs) I went in there actually before um, tonight, before our episode began, and I said, I was asking how you guys felt about um, PJ being revealed as John's son. Um, 
So I'm curious because we all had sort of mixed emotions, and we'll get to that in a second. But we let's get into it now oh, because let's, let's PJ get into is that such now. a hot let's topic. I mean, oh my god. So yes. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of feel relieved because I feel like we were walking on eggshells this whole time, especially with Yasmin and I when we covered this in, like, the second episode of the season, I want to say. Maybe even the first. Whenever he was introduced. I don't even remember at this point. I want to say from the very beginning. The beginning, yeah. Yeah. It might have been the first episode, but we were basically, we thought that PJ was John's son. Jay stood for John. Or Jonathan, who knows? Um, so now that it's out, I'm just like, oh, he can breathe again. I'm relieved. But then it, there's also like that little bit of anxiousness to come along with it because you're like, okay, well, how is it going to get out now? You know, that's the yeah. other thing. See, I did not think that he was going to be John's son. I <laughs> thought it was just going to be this, you know, intertwining of the college story that they were really good friends and blah, blah, blah. But of course, the money was a big factor in thinking that it was a possibility that he was a son because why else would John leave this much money to his college sweetheart? So, I don't know. I just was conflicted because they made it such a big deal in the show that Mm -hmm. I thought, ah, all this is going to be for nothing (laughs) and then Sophie and PJ are going to fall in love and it's going to be this cute teenage relationship. But I was completely wrong, (laughs) so I was totally shocked. And now it's just really going to complicate things even further. We already have this giant conflict in the show um, with this former love triangle and the baby Charlie, but now adding PJ into the mix, I just feel so bad for oh, Delilah. Lordy. And it's not just PJ at this point. Now I'm realizing Regina and Rome have such a big role to play in this by keeping that secret. Oh, yeah. So talk about secrets and unraveling those. It's like they also have to come forth to Delilah. Yeah. You know, should she also be expected to be honest? So I was the whole time, for, for me, PJ was... I get where he comes from. He needs to find out if this is his father or not. But I did kind of feel annoyed by him in this episode. I was yeah. like, why are you here yeah, the whole he time? He's popping up out of nowhere. And it, it's kind of strange to me. But also, Rome and Regina are going to have to tell him. <gasps> and from there... I didn't think about that. Yeah, because they're oh, the only ones that know no. at this point. So I'm wondering... Are they going to sit him down and say, okay, let us tell Delilah and the rest of that family? Or, you know, how are they going to go about that? I'm questioning that, too, at this point, whether they will actually tell Delilah first before telling him. Oh, I, no, no, because he, because he knows that the you DNA know results the are coming. <laughs> yeah. So he's probably going to be there every day. Like, did it come? What's did it come? Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I think he that... should have done the smart thing, though, of recorded delivery to know then if it did arrive or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he did. But We're he, not sure. Also, Regina knows what Delilah is going through with the whole Charlie, Catherine, Eddie situation. So Regina wouldn't do that to just go kind of she wouldn't no, go she wouldn't drop to, a bomb yeah. no way she's dealing with too much she's already. Going, yeah she's going through too much right uh, now yeah. i mean i feel so badly for delilah because this is you know she's gonna find out that john kept this giant secret from her but she was keeping a giant secret from him yeah. mm-hmm. so it's just adding more you know darkness to their history it's just frustrating because to me it just seems like she has done a lot in the wrong and for whatever reasons um, and you know obviously like I feel like John and Delilah have pushed each other away in some sorts right? right it's like she's really getting the brunt of it and I don't want to say it's karma or whatever but like honestly she has 
put herself in that sad situation based upon other circumstances that John must have like made her feel to get into that too. Well, did did um, PJ's mom and John have the affair before he met Delilah? Well, well let's, let's look at the kids. Yeah, if you PJ, think about the timeline. PJ and Sophie are the same age. Are they exactly mm, the same age? I think we she's a little older. He might be a little older. Maybe a year. I don't Ooh. know. This is this That's is interesting. That we need to. Yes, we're actually also, playing detectives right now. I have a tiff because I went to uh, Reddit oh masslegalservices.org <laughs> because oh I'm sitting here as we're watching this episode and I'm like, okay, hold up. Sophie's driving her younger brother um, in California. I oh, think yes, That's when you get point. your driver's license and you're under 18, I believe the person in the passenger seat or like whoever you drive has to be at least, I think it's 21. Um, so I Googled oh. it. So basically, she can drive her brother because that's her immediate family, but you cannot be in the car with a passenger younger than 18 apart from immediate family members for the first six months of having your driver's license. And she just got it. She drove PJ, and then she got in a car accident. Mm, car accident. Fender bender, oh, whatever. Oh, she could be in big trouble. She so, could get her license taken away for that. Right? Mm-hmm. Or do you get points revoked or something? Is there a point system here? Yeah. Where you get out of points or something? I don't really know. It depends on the state of California. <laughs> but then also, on top of that, the other gripe that I had was that this cute little sports car that was John's. I mean, that probably had a V8 engine in it. It, it probably is a very touchy accelerator. Oh, yes. So that is not a car that a first-time driver can get in and operate confidently. Maggie, so no you wonder. know all about cars. I, I work in the car. Toyota, yeah. <laughs> Check me out. Motor City Maggie on YouTube. <laughs> Seriously, you know you'll stop for cars. So that's a good point. So we have a couple gripes, but yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I, I wasn't even sure if you're allowed to have a car like that for the first time as a first-time driver, is that allowed? In you probably can, yeah, but you she... Can. Insurance must be super should, high for that. Yeah, like, your parents shouldn't. would not get you that. Um, we can't speak for everyone's parents. I but mean, that's so not the type of car that she me. learned how to drive on, so she doesn't know how to drive a sports car yet. Right. Instantly, she sort of knew, even though she went in the drive gear shift first. But, you know, one thing that struck me was Delilah letting her go... And just like just like that, not getting into the car herself mm. with her kids. I, yeah. as a mother, yeah. would have been like, okay, well, we and gave you this car, brother. but you're driving me in it now. Yeah. <laughs> I think Delilah, in light of all the drama with her family, she so badly wants to be that, you know, like Mean like Girls cool mom. mom. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, she's, you know, and of course, <laughs> so like, fat. Sophie, yeah. you know, crashes the car, and Delilah was so sweet and caring, and she's like, it's okay, it's a car, we can fix it. But still, I mean, I just feel like she was a little too light. Too lenient. Um, a little stuff. too yeah. lenient. So. Well, I, I think it's just because of the family drama that's going yes. on. They, she knows she's going to step on some toes when is. Charlie comes out. She's going to have to. I feel like, you know, that's a good point. She doesn't want to tell her kids, but she's almost gearing up towards it by the mm. fact that she's being so lenient about yeah. the whole situation. Yeah. Because that is not okay to crash your new car and Heck with a new no. passenger. Yeah. That they you are good kids, know. though. They're, They're not are. troublemakers. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop here because those two kids are the ones who are going to be damaged by the mistakes of their oh, parents. Yeah. Well, let's get into those. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do we think about... Catherine's push to really get the truth out there because it was painful of, for her to have to lie to Theo about the whole Grand Canyon thing and like yeah. everything else that's so much more bigger than that but that's already like a tiny glimpse of 
what she's struggling with and that Delilah really is opposed to. Yeah, I think, uh, oh God, when it comes to that stuff, you know what else is funny? I'm sorry, I get so, I've seen so many comments when it comes to Theo and when you said Grand Canyon, I like kind of was caught off guard (laughs) because Again, when we were watching this episode, and Theo's like, yeah, you've been to Arizona, Mom. You, you were at the Grand Canyon, but, like, who knows that the Grand Canyon is in Arizona at that age when he's, like, not anywhere near Arizona. He, he's like, he's like a, a 47 year old. Even like, Catherine yeah. said that. genius. <laughs> he's a brilliant kid. He's so brilliant. It is insane. Well, and also, I think he was probably looking at a map to see where his mom was when she was missing. And he was so probably staring at it the whole time. Yeah. Yes. But, like, let's go. I mean, it is such a hard situation. I think the way that Eddie is dealing, like, he stepped in there. Yeah. So appropriate because the girls have been at it to protect the whole time. And now yeah. it's like. The man's gonna say something. He's the one that's actually in the middle of it. He right, and in that's the how it, it always is when we look at. I mean, reality shows when we find out that people cheated with each other, had an affair with each other. It seems like the women are always the ones getting mad at each other. The two men that were, you get what I'm saying. The men always like they have a tip They're with each other when it's yeah. like, when, yeah, it, it's like, uh, well, no, your husband was involved in the same way that Delilah was involved. <clears throat> so they should be addressed equally, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, but I do think that Catherine has every right to want the truth out. She shouldn't Absolutely. have to lie. And I was really proud of Eddie in that moment because yeah. I was thinking, okay, you are finally showing that you are going to side with your wife, with this woman right. that you should have been loyal to, <clears throat> that has stood by your side through all of this mess. And he needed to show Catherine that he was going to, in front of Delilah. Stand up to Delilah and be on Catherine's side. Comment down below in the live chat if you guys are Team Delilah or Team Catherine. (laughs) Let us know what you think. What are you guys? Because it's so hard. I will say Team Catherine purely on the basis of the arguments that have been made of... If Theo is expected to be an honest person, they need to be honest as well to mm-hmm. set an example. Yeah, very and true. And at the same time, you know, she's been through so much. Why does she not have a say? As said, you know, Delilah and she is Eddie might have had this. a pack, but she is involved in this so fully as well. Now, we've seen the results of a death already because of secrets and lies. And if that's what it takes for Eddie to not have to go through the whole, uh, you know, getting into alcoholism or lying Mm -hmm. or anything, or anybody else to be affected by what is really being eaten up inside of them, I'm on Catherine with that. What Mm -hmm. about you two? What do you think, Jess? Team Catherine, for sure. All the way. What about you, Maggie? I am also team team (laughs) captain. I am the team captain today. I am team Catherine. However, I am sympathetic to Delilah because I think that she is just so desperate to keep her family together and to make life somewhat normal for her children. Mm -hmm. So I understand her perspective, but at the same time, if she doesn't tell them now, the truth is going to come out eventually. There's no way that they can hide this forever. And then it's going to be more damaging in the future once the children get older and then they find out that this secret has been kept from them. Yeah, and I understand her sort of turning to Eddie and saying, you know, like, how can you sort of betray me? <clears throat> Sorry, guys. But <laughs> the froggy. At the same time, for them to be going against Catherine when Catherine did nothing wrong, mm-hmm. she was just a bystander, and 
she was involved in it because she's married to one of the people that were involved in this whole affair, you know? I also, I'm sorry, guys, I just had this moment where I'm thinking of this a future episode where Delilah is sitting down with the kids and she's like, so PJ is your half brother and Charlie yeah, is not your place. full sister, but your half sister. It's like these poor kids, their minds are going to explode. Yeah. So <sighs> here's the thing. I was questioning Delilah, of course, doesn't want to tell her children. I get that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they don't tell them, how do you think it could come out? It's unless the friend squad says something to them directly, how would they find out? With with uh, Charlie or with PJ? Sorry. Uh, with either with <laughs> everything, I guess. Oh, I God. mean, in PJ's case, I feel like PJ PJ's would blurt it out. Oh, yeah. And I think he see, might. Yes. And they may overhear but, something. But when it know? comes to the other things, like what has been going on with Eddie and you know, the the past relationship. Mm-hmm. How else would that come out to the kids? They could pick up Delilah's phone and see a text, or they could overhear a phone conversation. I just feel like anything. It could anything. come out that the way. The possibilities yeah. are, like, literally endless So when do we think that they will tell the kids at some point soon? Yes. Because we've been speculating about this for a while. We've been talking about this for a while. Like, yes. Are they going to sure. tell them? They should tell them. Like, when is the right time to tell them? When, when's even the appropriate age to tell them? Because how are they going to understand from, like, let's say, Theo's age? Or, you know, it's right. like, can they fully understand mm-hmm. that? Can they fully forgive? Because the path to forgiveness comes over time, doesn't it? It's it like It's almost like when we're seeing Eddie's journey as well from, like, him having gone through what he's been through as an alcoholic and then stopping that yeah. as soon as Theo was born and now 10 years later. Like, he mm. nearly went through that bottle when John died and then, you know, right, again, but right. in both instances, it was Theo who had saved him. Wow. Like, that, it, it's a I point of that. realization. Let's say it's taken him actually 10 years to finally realize I need to be a good father, not just to Theo and my previous wife, my, my current wife, let's say, um, but also to my new kid. It's so sure. complicated. It is. It is so complicated. Wait, what? Yeah. And in and so the same with forgiveness, yes. I feel. It, it's it's If they tell their kids, it's still going to take it's years. It's going to take time. Right. And especially for that relationship between not only Sophie, Danny, and their mother, but mm. also... You saw the relationship that Sophie had with Eddie. It was so pure, so cute to watch. And Delilah said that's why she can't tell them the truth. But um, you're going to, like you said, you're going to teach your kids to lie from that age. Like, they deserve to know that this is how it happened. Not, you know, it's just, it's awkward from every angle. But you guys are the ones who did this. So now it's time for you to sort of address. own up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or else it's going to kick them in the butt later. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you brought up that um, Theo saved him from the bottle, saved him from going back to potentially becoming an alcoholic once again and relapsing. But what I also wrote down is it's the exact same way that Gary saved Rome. Was it Gary that saved Rome who called Rome, or was it um, Eddie who saved Rome way back when? I think when oh, he went to say like Gary. It was Gary, one, right? Yeah, because Gary, Gary saves everyone. Yeah, Gary is crazy. Let us know. But either way, I just thought it was it was so cute the way both of those went down. It was very organic, and yes, right. that is the way things happen in real life. You know, it's like when you're least expecting it. Um, you're ready to you're ready to go to hit rock yeah. bottom. Rome was ready to potentially overdose. Oh, yeah. And yeah. no, it completely 
he was saved from that. In the long run, he was saved by John. And now here, Eddie was saved by his 10-year-old son, Mm -hmm. who was the original reason why he was saved in the first place. So I thought that was so pure. It was. And that's also why it's so important. That's also a good reminder for all of us that we should always check in on our loved ones. Yes. Because, you know, you never know what they're going through. Yeah. And you never know if you could be the one that saves them. Definitely. Yeah, totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was interesting to see in this whole situation the back and forth, let's say, of, Mm -hmm. like, Regina. You know, as a friend, being super supportive, trying to be there for both sides, but Mm -hmm. then in the end having, like... Chosen Catherine's. In in essence, yes. (laughs) Um, It must... I'm, I'm curious now at this point. It must be tough because... Delilah obviously is struggling through this and and it does seem like there's a little bit of a like everybody's coming at her at this point. Right. right. Yeah. I feel that too. They were there for her for so, not for so long, but they were there for her for a while when she had originally lost John. Um and now I think it's almost time for them to start being a little more realistic like you still, even though you are going through this and and went through this, you did have this affair. You you had a child from it, and it's not fair to Eddie. It's not fair to Catherine, to your children or his kid, to continue to lie about it. Mm. So, but Regina's in her own little tuffle now. Like, yeah, she's gonna have right. to come up with some truths too now. But yes, um, I think in Delilah's case. It's almost like, when is that point going to come that she's going to surrender based upon, like, everything that we've right. seen today? I don't think she ever will. I don't think, think she so? will. I think, uh, okay, well, now we're getting into predictions. Should I, should I <laughs> hang on to it? Let's hold off on those okay. then, okay? Uh, okay. But, um, well, before we get into our news, you do have a little message for our After Buzzers, don't you, Maggie? I do, I do. Well, I just want to thank all of you for being a part of our After Buzz TV family. We could not do this without you. We appreciate every single one of you that's watching today and always. And we just would like you to take one little moment and hit that subscribe button and also give us a thumbs up on YouTube and five stars on iTunes. We mm-hmm. would appreciate it so much from the bottom of our hearts because without you guys, we would not be the ESPN of TV talk. That's right. Yep. Oh, Ooh. Bing, Ooh. Bing, perfect bing. time. Oh, don't <laughs> let us know what your thoughts are and chime into that conversation because, yeah, we have a lot going on. Team Catherine, Delilah, When's the truth going to come out? We don't know. However, let's get into a couple of news here that we each each of us have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maggie, why don't you start off? Yes, I have a little bit, you guys. And I'm going to start off with a special um, message that I got from a friend of mine on Instagram who watches our after show. Her name is Sharon. <laughs> uh, it's Sharon OSK18. Sharon, thank you so much for watching. And Sharon says... Two things that may blow your mind when you realize the subtleties inserted by the writers and producers. Number one, the symbolism of the name Chad, uh, Maggie's brother. A Chad is a small piece that gets removed from something larger and gets discarded. So interesting, right? Because his heart was removed from his body. And it was put into another place. It was removed. So that is interesting. Wild. Mm-hmm. And number two that Sharon pointed out is that Eric is played by the late actor John Ritter's son. Now, John Ritter died from an undetected flaw in his heart called an aortic 
dissection. So interesting that Eric, who you know has yeah. the heart of Maggie's wow. brother, is actually um, the son of someone who passed away from a heart disease. Mm, so interesting, Sharon. Really... Thank you so much. And if any of you out there have more tidbits to share with us, please feel free to do so. That's so insightful. And also, my second bit of news and gossip is that if you guys follow Aramani Melko, who plays Rome on Instagram, he posted a photo <laughs> with Niecy Nash on set of A Million Little Things. So why is she there? Why is she at set? Mm. What's is going on Is she here? going to be on A Million Little Things? And if so, who would she play? Mm. Could she play so maybe his... Cousin? Sister? Does he have a sister? I don't know. I don't he has a brother. He has a brother. But we never heard him yeah, talk we about his sister. This could be a mystery. Or maybe it's going to be like, I don't know, he and Regina adopt a baby and this is the baby's mom. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned to that. And let us All know right. who you think she could oh, be playing man. here let in the show. Know. The amount well, of just, theories. I know. So many theories. theories. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jess. I, I also, what other news do we have? I have a little bit of more, uh, uh, some more news over here. So, so if you news. guys follow DJ Nash on Twitter... I'm sure you've seen that a lot of people have been asking him what's going on with the third season. So many fans have been asking specifics, and he blatantly addressed um, that they haven't been picked up for a third season yet. But don't worry, guys. There's still potential. He ended up telling Good Housekeeping, when it comes to the series, I know what I want the finale to be, and there's even some things that we've planted that our actors don't know that will set up that finale very, very well. He then said, I think the cast all kind of feel like this is a five-season show. He uh, he said, nothing is definite yet. Things change. We don't even have a season three, three pickup yet. So all of that is hypothetical. But I know what the characters are doing for season three right now. Oh. I know the major arcs for say, season three. <gasps> So he has big plans. I mean, big plans, but isn't it incredible to hear that DJ Nash and all the writers, everybody who's included in this, it's like the actors don't even know where they're going, what's happening, and then things can shift around based upon whether the show gets picked up or not, but he already has an idea as to how to pan it out. Very interesting. Fingers crossed for season three being announced soon. Even up to five shows, hopefully. A final piece of... Yeah, five seasons. (laughs) A final piece of news is that we got a little tease at the end of that show with a funeral, which is highly questionable. Um, but DJ Nash yeah. has teased in an interview with Deadline that season two will have another death of a very significant person in the show, and it will be surprising. Oh. So I'm mm. not ready for this, no, and I can't either. believe we got teased with it already. He says it's a barometer for how all their lives are different since the last time they went to a funeral, as it's going to be a great deal of self-reflection into the rest of the group once that happens. Mm. So I'm oh, very God. worried at this Ooh, point. Okay. Um, that's yeah. hard mm. to hear. So that's like reflection. Yes. Right. And I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to predict who it is because I, can, I cannot at this point. I, have I think we so should during many, predictions. Yeah, okay. we'll try. Let's yeah. all try and let us know what you think as yeah. well. Who knows? <laughs> before at that we point. get into our predictions, we always have a nice little spe- special segment hashtag little things ABTV. And that is something that we all take away from the show. Oh, oh love this music. Love this tune there. We'd love to know. 
know what your biggest takeaway was as well. So Jess, what was your biggest takeaway in this episode? So mine, uh, sorry, I, I brought it up earlier. Actually, I couldn't help myself, but it was when I mentioned um, Theo saving Eddie from from the bottle in an earlier episode in the same way that Gary saved Rome. I just thought that that was a very strong part of the show when they when they touched on that again. And like you said, you should just always check in on your friends, even yes. if they seem like they're doing perfectly fine. I love you that. You should always check in yeah. on always, your friends. Always, you know? yes. What about Maggie, you guys? how about you? Yeah, on that note, I'd love to build on that by saying that I feel like it was really special that Catherine and um, Gary and Rome celebrated Eddie's 10-year anniversary. Yeah. So I think that my little takeaway is to always celebrate the milestones Definitely. of the people in your life because... Yes. You know, a 10-year sober celebration is a really Huge. big deal. Yes, so this was all about the 10 years and a celebration. I mm -hmm. think that's highly appropriate as well. Um, and mine goes more into, like, the spectrum of <laughs> what Theo and Catherine were representing about the honesty. So yes. if we expect others to be truthful to us, we got to be truthful as well. Oh, I think that was very powerful there. That's a great one. That is a good really lesson. good one. Especially yes. with children. Especially with oh, children. Lordy. you got to set good examples. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Even to yeah. all of us, all our friends, our loved ones, be honest. Yeah. And you'll receive honesty back. So, like let's get into our predictions, Dude, ladies. Uh, I'm not ready. I'm so not ready for this. All right, Maggie, take it away with your prediction. Maggie, you got to okay. go first for this one. <laughs> All right. Okay, my first prediction mm. is that the children of Delilah will find out the truth, not through Delilah, but I think that they will find out through Theo. I think that oh, Theo that. is going to be the Ooh. one to overhear a conversation between Eddie and Catherine. And because, you know, he's always kind of tiptoeing around the house, I feel kidding. like he's always there. So I feel like he's going to be the one to find out, and he's going to spill the beans. Okay. Um, that's my first one. My second one, who died? Oh, boy. Okay, <laughs> so, so I think right that it is either... Um, going to be, oh, and his name escapes me. What is the name of the guy who's the investor in the Andrew. restaurant? Andrew's mm -hmm. wife. I think it's going to be Andrew's wife who yeah, passes yeah, away, who's yeah. in a coma, or a character we haven't seen in a very long time, but significant, yeah. um, Delilah's father. Oh, I was thinking Delilah's Romney's father. father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a cast member's dad. Yeah. Or 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 mother. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I think it's definitely going to be one of their parents. Yeah. <gasps> or um, can I add one more? Maybe it's Gary's mother, who he hasn't spoke to in years, who left him when he was again. Could because be. then that would be really emotional for him to be like, oh no, my mom passed away and we didn't know. get to reconcile. But then it's like another Gary sad moment. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'm not too much sure. of that. I'm almost tilting towards Barbara. Barbara Morgan, oh, it could yeah. be her. So many people. But how would she die? Oh, I don't Lordy. know how, but I almost feel like because PJ is so involved with this friendship yeah. group right now, He'd have there's got to be some sort to. of a tie. Oh. Yeah, and she has all like the funds, and I just feel like that's going to be transferred over to her. I don't know. Interesting I just thought. I feel like as well that he's going to be the one that's actually will find out from Re Regina and Rome yep, about same. the DNA test, mm -hmm. and, and he's then he's going to be the one that's going to spill the beans out. Once his mother passes away. Definitely. Okay, so I already said my prediction. Jess, what do you think? <laughs> okay, well, I completely agree with everything you just said. Oh, no, but really, I think that um, PJ is going to 
Rome, uh, let me make sure I get everyone's name correctly because I almost said Romney and then Rome. And then, <laughs> so much. His name is so similar it to his so character. Yes. So I think Rome and Regina are going to tell PJ. Then from there, I think PJ is either going to go straight to Delilah or straight to Sophie. Oh One God. or the other. Um, and I think that's going to happen. We were talking last week about how they're building up to this mid-season finale, and so that's what, in the next two weeks or so. And I think that's when it's going to happen. I, I think they're building up to so many things coming together, so one being that everyone's finally going to find out about PJ, as well as Charlie. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I think it's time. <laughs> Although, we did see in that teaser as well about who did Delilah put down as a father for Charlie. Yes. Right. So that's going to be potentially a legal problem because yeah. remember Catherine was like I'm an attorney and yeah. blah 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 do cross so me. that <laughs> could right. that could end up being a big thorn in everyone's side too that yeah that definitely delays everything action. because Delilah already doesn't want everyone to know about all these things and now if she lies about this she really doesn't want people to find out but they're going yeah. to and mm-hmm. that's probably a major crime to lie about a birth certificate oh my god okay I don't know how that stuff works I me neither no idea. I feel like we're gonna have to do the research for next week's episode oh, see what happens so as well massachusettslaw.org oh yeah <laughs> is that a real website I don't know look into the driving one yeah. as well what are the stats over there oh, what no. are the facts um, oh lordy my god okay so this week's episode was heavy next week seems to be even darker for oh, whatever is gonna come at us just be ready do let us know what you think as well and what your hashtag little thing abtv takeaway was we always like to hear what you took away from the episode as there's always a lesson to be learned all right well where can everybody find you maggie uh before we head out yes thank you so much guys for watching uh you can find me on instagram at maggie clark on camera and on twitter at maggie on camera yes and you guys can find me on instagram and twitter at jess lucero live and you can find me at Yasmin Tanras, and you can obviously watch this episode, leave any comments, or chime at us, DM us. We always like to have a conversation with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Bye, See thank you. you. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. After Buzz TV.